Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Whether this is your first episode or your 100th episode, I am so grateful you are here. All of that to say, one of the things I don't love about podcasting is that I don't get to see who you are unless you make yourself known. That's why I want to make sure that you know I have a free Facebook community that you can join today. Cost you nothing, and it's where you get to hang out with thousands of women just like you who love Jesus, love business, want to grow in her faith, and grow her business for God's glory. If that's you, check out the link below after you listen to this episode and come say hi. And if you're not on Facebook, I get it. I've actually transitioned quite a bit this this last year from Facebook to Instagram. Please send me a DM. Say hello. I want to meet you, and I want to be able to encourage you on a personal level. So with that being said, let's dive into today's topic, which honestly, I've had a hard time labeling this episode because there's so much that we could talk about. So I'm going to dive into it specifically around having a kingdom perspective when it comes to your voice. So one of the prayers that I pray before every one of my coaching calls is, Holy Spirit, anoint my lips. Give me eyes to see, ears to hear, and your heart for my client. And so why do I say that? Because I know that God has a vantage point that I don't always sit in. So the Bible tells us that we are seated in heavenly places. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and that we are seated in heavenly places. But the reality is that sometimes we don't see things from a heavenly perspective, which also means we don't hear things from a heavenly perspective. If you have been in any of my group coaching calls, you probably have seen me bust out my gold heart-shaped glasses. And that is reminding myself and you to remember that we are supposed to look at things through the lens of the Father. Same goes with our ears. We are supposed to filter things through the lens of not the lens of, but the ear, the the ear, the I don't even know eardrums, whatever of the Father. And so, do you have a kingdom hearing when you are? listening? And do you have a kingdom voice when you're speaking to yourself? One of the things I recognize in myself and in my clients is that we typically speak the harshest to ourselves. Sometimes I actually have my clients name that inner mean girl and name her. And then we kind of tell her what, where to go, what to do. And so if you have an inner mean girl who has been not nice to you and not hearing from a heavenly perspective and not seeing 
you, you and your business from a heavenly perspective, you can tell her that it's time for her to sit down. You can tell her that her time is up and that she's no longer welcome in your mind. She's no longer welcome in your heart. She's no longer welcome in your house, in your business. And you get to reprogram your mind so that you start speaking more kindly to yourself. So I want to give you some examples of some things that I have helped my clients do and myself. So number one, I just want you to hear this today from a sisterly love perspective. Stop speaking so rudely to yourself. Let me give an example of how I do this with my clients. So really a coach, you know, some of the coaching phrases we use is to hold space for, but really that is what I do. I hold space for my clients to speak candidly, to speak freely with zero judgment. And then I oftentimes will hold a mirror up to her or hold a recording, right? I don't literally do this, but I, it's like as if I am reflecting back to her what she is saying and what she's thinking. Let me tell you how much breakthrough there is in that. I will never not have a coach because I know that I don't always hear what I'm saying and I don't always see what I'm thinking. But when somebody else can hold that mirror up to me and say, did you hear what you said? Do you you hear how you're speaking to yourself or do you you realize what, what you're doing here? It is super powerful. So let me give you an example. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, I love you. Okay, so I just said I love you. This is kind of creepy, but I hope you get my point. Is that same three words, very different meanings, depending on the tone that you heard me say it in, right? One is this cutesy. One is this endearing, loving. One is this kind of friendly. One is uh, sad. One is uh, a desperation, I love you. Like, don't you get it? I love you. And what more do I have to do to prove to you, right? I'm like totally getting into my acting. I wanted to be an actress, by the way. I wanted to be a Broadway actress and I wanted to star in Annie. That was my dream when I was a little girl. So all that to say, listen, I said the same three words, I love you. And the way that I said it had very different meanings. Y'all, side note. I have recorded this podcast several times and the bloopers are pretty funny, but I'm just running with it this time because I'm, you need to hear this message. And I don't know why there's been such a holdup on it, but your tone matters, how you speak to yourself matters and how you speak to other people matter. But you got to learn how to speak to yourself first before you can speak kindly to other people. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And sometimes it's not so much the words that we're speaking, but it's the tone that we are using with ourselves and with other people. So love is always going to lead you to growth, not judgment and shame and condemnation. The word repentance is to change your mind. And the Bible says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That that this is part of the change, is to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And some of this is the thoughts that you think about yourself The thoughts that you believe are impacting the way that you're talking to yourself internally. Like these are subconscious things, right? So here's some things that come out of my clients' mouths that I just recorded over the last like week. Who are you? What do I have to offer? Who cares? Why would anyone want to work with me? What is wrong with me? I am so frustrated. 
Okay, those are real phrases that have come out of my clients' mouths. Listen, high achieving, six-figure businesswomen who they know what they're doing. Like they're not not successful. And they talk to themselves like this, whereas they would probably never talk to a friend, a business partner, a downline. It's like, who are you? Who cares? What value do you have to offer? But yet they are speaking to themselves this way. Friend, you are she. I am she. We do this to ourselves. And it's so important to slow down and ask ourselves, wait, how am I actually talking to myself? So this is one of the things I do with my clients when they say stuff like, well, who are you? Who are you to think that you could be a successful coach or a successful businesswoman or whatever? And I hear from a kingdom perspective the question, who are you? Who are you? Do you remember who you are? Do you remember whose you are? Are you forgetting? And while we speak in this condemning, shameful way, God is asking us the same question. Daughter, who are you? Do you know? What value do I have to offer? Who's going to listen to me? That's one of the a thing that comes up. It's come up for me. It's, it's come up for so many of us. Who, who even, who, who's going to listen? What value do I have to offer? When I hear God saying, what value do you have to offer? Who does need to hear what you have to say? It's the same question. It's the same words. One is from a kingdom perspective. And one is not. Who cares? Who cares what I have to say? Who cares that I have this business to share? Who cares that I have a service to offer? And the question I hear God asking you today is, who cares? Who has been praying for what you have to offer? Who does care? While you are shaming yourself thinking there is no one, there is another woman who has been crying herself to sleep at night, wishing that somebody could relate to her, that somebody understood, and that somebody would point her to a solution. That someone is you. And while you are busy shaming yourself, God is trying to ask you, do you hear me? Do you know that there are women who care? There are men who care, whether whoever you're called to serve. Excuse my sniffles today, by the way. I've been doing some deep work, friends, deep, deep, deep work. And I don't have the cold sniffles as if I'm sick, but I have the sniffles as if I've been crying. <laughs> it's a good cry. Listen, I don't know who this is for, but the work that you're doing, it's not just for you. It's for that person who does care. And it's for the people you're called to serve. But before you can serve her to your fullest capacity, you've got to serve yourself. All right, that was a side note interjected into this because I needed to hear that. Sometimes we get so busy taking care of other people, we forget that we need to be taken care of. God cares. And I want to encourage you to slow down and to take care of yourself. So counterintuitive and counterproductive, or it feels counterproductive to this go-getter. We got to go. We got to keep doing the next thing. Check off the list achieve the next goal. But I want to encourage you, slowing down is key to you moving forward. This is one of my key things I teach my clients is you've got to slow down to speed up. One of my one-on-one clients right now is going through that. She's like, hey, I don't know, this just feels so weird. She's like, but it's like I'm getting to slow down and it's actually speeding me. Like it's, I'm having more success. It's speeding me up. All right, let's get back to this podcast episode. I don't know who needed that, but you're welcome. All right, so the next one, why would anyone want to work with me? If you listen to all these questions and the and and the tone that's behind it, man, it is like this who do you think you are? 
It is such a condemning, shameful tone of the enemy. And sometimes we have taken on that tone to ourselves and it is literally sabotaging where God wants to take you. So instead of the, why would anyone want to work with me? It's a, why would anyone want to work with you? What do you have to offer? Not, what do you have to offer? Same, same words, same question, different tone. What is wrong with me? I have asked myself this question. What is wrong with me? Why can't I just get over it? Why do I feel stuck? When we're, really what I needed to ask myself is, what's wrong? What do you need right now? What are you feeling? Be kind to yourself. The Bible says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I know that there's this toxic world of self-love out there, but there is also a desperate part of you that does need to know that you love yourself and that it's okay to take care of yourself. You can stop taking care of everybody else and you can stop just you know speaking kindly to everybody else. You need that same tender love and care. You need that same nurturing that you would give to your best friend, to your child, to a stranger. Your voice and your tone matters. So what is wrong with you, friend? Why, why are you sad? Why are you anxious? Why are you frustrated? One is going to be very concerned. One voice, you know, that I'm so frustrated. Maybe you're, you're, you're screaming that inside. I want to encourage you to stop and sit with yourself and be concerned about that. Get curious about that. The, why are you frustrated? Rather than being annoyed with yourself or shaming yourself, condemning yourself. So I hope this sheds some light for you and gives you some space to actually think wait a second, how am I speaking to myself? And I want you to really pay attention over the next week. How are you speaking to yourself? Be aware. Is it a heavenly, loving kingdom perspective? Or is it a condemning, shaming, anxious, frustrated perspective? So I want to read you a few scriptures that just talk about our talk. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. That goes for you too. Proverbs 16.24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Proverbs 15.4 says, Gentle words are a tree of life. Your words are either bringing life or death. And when you speak to yourself, when you use a tone that is negative and shameful and condemning and and just angry, you are literally crushing your soul and your spirit. Whereas gentle words are a tree of life. I hope this is eye-opening to you as it has been to me. Again, I get to do this every week with clients. So it's something that is evident to me. And it's something that I personally also get to work on. And I want to encourage you as you start to listen to the tone and the voice that you're using with yourself so that you can start speaking to yourself more kind, more loving, more more curious, 
more gentle, just like God as a heavenly father is speaking to you. Lord, I thank you for this revelation. I thank you for giving us the ability to have eyes to see, to have ears to hear, and to have hearts that are welcoming your your words, your perspective, so that we can then move forward and obey the assignment that you have on our life. Lord, I pray that the woman listening to this realizing that, wow, I do that. I do that to myself, Lord. Help me, help me. So Holy Spirit, help her to have ears to hear this week. Help her to have a kingdom perspective as she speaks to herself the way that you are speaking to her from a heavenly perspective. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit so that we get to do life with him. And we thank you that you are so gentle and so kind and so loving and nurturing to us. God, I thank you for the revelation and for this next season that these women are walking into. And we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) 